When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Thanks for joining us. It's Donna and Steve. My Talk 1071. This is the place where talk is fun. You said it, Donna. This song just gets me going every morning. Little Leonard, man. Yeah. Freaking love it. What's the best Leonard Skinner song? Oh, is it? Is Sweet it Home this? Alabama? Is that that's Skinner, right? Sweet Home Alabama. That's a good one. Give me three steps. Ah, uh, that's this, right? Um, yeah, that's, that's this I one. I love it. Free Bird. A lot uh, of people like Free Bird. It's a good bathroom song if you're a DJ. Oh, because it lasts a long time. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. We we, however, on this station, do not have good bathroom songs. Nope. Nor do we have good bathroom breaks. Every time we say we look up at the clock and we're like, "Okay, I think I'll be back," and then we just sprint out there, hoping all goes well. You you run into one side conversation in the hallway, you got dead air, my friends. Yes, not all heroes wear capes. <laughs> I always wish the bathrooms were, you know, the design of the building would put the bathrooms a little bit closer to the studios. Even at my last station, I mean the the restrooms were, I mean, a hike down the hall. Yeah. It's like, guys, come on. Put a bucket in here. A Folgers can with a napkin on it. Something. Holly. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, so Britney Spears has a book coming out next week. Yeah, Britney Spears. I don't know. Do I need to read it? Oh, you're going to read it. This back and forth charade that you've been doing on the air, I've just sat back and allowed you your space to play, but you're going to pick it up. You're going to read it because once you hear. It, somebody else that you know is reading it. You're going to pick it up and you're going right. to read it. You're going to entice it. me. Entice me. Well, there are some excerpts out from this uh, email interview that she did with People Magazine, and there are quite a few. And it seems that in these excerpts that they release, they're just sort of haphazardly jumping around different spots of her life. But I'll I'll read the first one that they have. Okay. And it looks like you'll have these little bits in the book, just setting the stage for where we are in life. A precious kid from Kentwood, Louisiana. Spears was cast on the Mickey Mouse Club at age 11. Now we shift back to, quote, unquote, Britney's voice, okay? Okay. Being in the show. No, I won't try that. (laughs) Never mind. Being in the show, Mickey Mouse Club, was boot camp for the entertainment industry. Extensive dance rehearsals, singing lessons, acting classes, time in the recording studio, and school in between. The Mouseketeers quickly split into our own cliques, divided by the dressing rooms that we shared Christina Aguilera and I were the younger kids, and we shared a dressing room. We looked up to the older kids, Carrie Russell, Ryan Gosling, and Tony Uh, Luca, who I thought was so handsome. I didn't know Carrie Russell was a Mouseketeer. Nor did I. Interesting. And I quickly connected with a boy named Justin Timberlake. 
It was honestly a kid's dream. Unbelievably fun, particularly for a kid like me. But it was also exceptionally hard work. We would run choreography 30 times in a day trying to get every step perfect. It was like us playing pickleball. That's exactly right. Once, at a sleepover, we played Truth or Dare. Ooh. Did they dared... end up in a closet together? Donna! What? I'm okay. reading the excerpt. <laughs> <laughs> Once at a sleepover, Sorry. we played Truth or Dare, and someone dared Justin to kiss me. Ooh. A Janet Jackson song was playing in the background as he leaned in and kissed me. Aww. When the show ended a year and a half later, this from Britney Spears' new book, I decided to go back to Kentwood. Already within me was a push-pull. Part of me wanted to keep building toward the dream. The other part wanted to live a normal life in Louisiana. For a minute, I had to let normalcy win. This is sort of interesting. Back at home, I returned to high school, setting into normal teenage life, or the closest thing to normal that was possible in my family. For fun, when I was in eighth grade, my mom and I would make the two-hour drive from Kentwood to Biloxi, Mississippi. And while we were there, we would drink daiquiris. We called our cocktails toddies. I loved that I was able to drink with my mom every now and then. The way we drank was nothing like how my father did. When he drank, he grew more depressed and shut down. We became happier, more alive, and adventurous. Is that some early drinking there? I was going to say, um, Mom? Well, I don't know. Oh, but then Mom's probably like, well, you know, if we were in Italy right now, <laughs> I don't know. And I'd rather you do it with me than with that, your friends. Yes, that's who. That's oh, yeah. how, how I see Donna as the aunt in her family. It's I like, just do it over here. Honestly, guys. Um, <laughs> she says, there was something so beautifully normal about that period of my life. Going to homecoming and prom, driving around our little town, going to the movies. But the truth was, I missed performing. My mom had been in touch with a lawyer that she'd met at my uh, on an audition circuit. There's a man named Larry Rudolph who she would call sometimes for business advice, and he had suggested that I record a demo. He had a song that Tony Braxton had recorded for her second album that ended up on the cutting room floor. This would become the demo that I would get in the door at record labels. She goes on to talk about how she ended up, she was in a room full of executives. She sang Britney Spears' voice here, mind you. And listen, uh, I'm happy for all of Britney's success, but she is not known as a vocal powerhouse. Mm Mm-hmm. However, she went in front of this room of executives and sang Whitney Houston's I Have Nothing. Gazing, what? Gazing out, she said, at the rooms full of men in suits, looking me up and down in my small dress and high heels, I sang loud. I ended up getting a record deal with Jive Records at the age of 15. The label wanted me in the studio immediately. I bet that this had more to do with the package than her voice. For How sure. could she have sang, sung that song? Uh, I don't know. I've never How? tried a Britney before. I should probably have test drove that before. That's crazy. Driven. Okay. All right. So it probably adorable, beautiful. Yep. You know, young lady. Let me give you one other little bit. The, the excerpts go on. They sort of drag on. There's nothing super like what salacious in or, the yeah. in the excerpts. Um, I do appreciate the style in which it's written. You really feel like you're just sort of sitting down. Feels very straightforward, conversational. So I dig that. Um, here was something that shows she talked about getting cast in Crossroads and uh, she got to do that I believe Zoe Saldana was in that mm-hmm. movie did you see uh, it? Taryn Manning I did see it yes. yeah me too um, and so she she was in that 
And then she says she kind of accidentally became a method actor during that. Now, look, it's not like her character was some, you know, serial killer, but she just (laughs) felt super method in it and didn't know how to break out of it. So she said, I bet the girls that I shot the movie with think she's a little quirky. And if they thought that they were right, she said that was pretty much the beginning and the end of my acting career. But listen to this. She said, and I was relieved. The notebook casting came down to me and Rachel McAdams. Okay. And even though it would have been fun to reconnect with Ryan Gosling from the Mickey Mouse Club after our time there, I'm glad I didn't do it. If I had, instead of working on my album In the Zone, I'd have been acting like a 1940s heiress day and night. Okay. Can you imagine the Britney Spears version of The Notebook? I, for one, cannot. I cannot either. It would be a totally different movie. Yes. I mean... I I'm, I really liked the movie when I saw it, and now when I think about it, it is kind of cheesy. And But a lot of stuff that we like is cheesy. That's true. Don't let cheesy necessarily be negative. Sometimes it's just, okay. you know. My favorite parts were the old people. Of course. I didn't care for the young people story. It was like, okay. They, their, their arguments were always overblown. There was a little too much yes. boisterous yelling. But boy, yeah, James Garner trying to bring back to life mm. the memories of his wife dealing with dementia. I'll uh. be seeing you. Oh, come on. Yeah. Donna, they died in the same freaking bed in the hospital. They died together. Uh, spoiler alert. Sorry, man. I didn't even remember that. Not Why did he die? What was his sitch? I don't know. He was, he was an elderly man. Died of a broken heart, sometimes they say, mm. you know. Sad. So, oh, we got to go. All right, we got to go. Right. Um, anyway, so Brittany's new book out next Tuesday. Excerpts out now. The interview, yep. the email interview uh, is up at people.com. Hey, when we come back, uh, there's a list of the Halloween costumes that people are Googling. Googling Google let out their Frightgeist. What, what costumes is everybody searching? Also, I went into a spirit Halloween for the very first time in my life yesterday. What? First time ever. How is ever. that possible? I don't know, but I was like, I'm this close. I need to walk in. I'll tell you about my experience when we come back, Don and Steve. Hi, good morning. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Hey, Didi. Hey, Stevie boy. Whew. Getting ready for Halloween. I am indeed. Time is, uh, Time's ticking down here. I haven't even seen any costumes in this house yet. Some of the kids know what their what their plan is. Oh, they do. Um, but there's a couple other costumes I think that we need to do. I think my daughter, I think she and her friends, I'm pretty sure, are all going as different albums of Taylor Swift. Oh, not cute. not walking around in a CD, but like their gear will be in the bracelets inspired by these different albums got it oh cute i think my son's doing like an led mask it's a real simple thing face is fully covered led lights go up pretty sure it's that and then i think we have a dinosaur and a cheerleader situation i believe that's happening but but i haven't seen the the costumes haven't started coming in yet yesterday i was at trader joe's in bloomington and i was there too weird okay i i thought you said you you said quote as i was leaving I'm going to Costco, so don't go there. I did both. <laughs> what an afternoon. Don and I have strict policies about seeing each other unplanned outside of work. Correct. Oh, yeah. It's like seeing your elementary school teacher at, at the, the grocery oh. store. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to say? Cool. What did you get at, uh, at Costco? Um, I got a chicken, a rotisserie chicken. 
Thank you. I drove behind a truck full of feathered chickens yesterday. No way. There were a ton of them. I don't know if it was great conditions for these chickens or not, although I do think they were on their way to be... Costco. (laughs) (laughs) The truck to Costco pipeline. Man. Oh, man. They got a lot of chickens there. What did you get at Trader Joe's? Um... Actually, I didn't go to Trader Joe's. I was in the area. I went to Marshall's. Thank you. Oh, that's very fun. (laughs) Thank you. Anyway, right next to this Trader Joe's in Bloomington is a Spirit Halloween. And so I go in. I get three things of hummus. Oh, thank you. And then I thought, I got to go in there. I don't think I've ever been inside of a Spirit Halloween. I was pretty sure that they're like pop-ups. So I go in. And start just trying to understand what am I looking at here? So obviously a ton of costumes. And then you see there are false walls everywhere. So they were in that particular location was a former location of a total Total wine, wine, which has moved to the other side of the parking lot. Bigger building over there. Right. And I was walking around in there and you see these false walls. So they have the actual walls of the building, but then they bring in all of these black walls essentially on rollers i think just like they're mobile that you could make a really big warehouse look a little bit smaller where you could wall everything in so that it just feels like it's that space again no one else is going into spirit halloween on this t- kind of a nerdy mission people are going to get costumes i bet but i was like how do they do this what am i looking Side at note, here parking sucks there it's pretty much the worst i mm, found although it- costco st louis park is pretty bad too are you talking about the Costco or about the Spirit Halloween this, I'm talking about the parking lot itself in okay. that area. It was okay yesterday at the time that I was there, but it was, you know, early afternoon. My people get me. Don't worry about it. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I go in and I'm walking around. A lot, a lot of costumes, a lot of things. I would like, I would like to have seen some more decor options, maybe a few more things that you might be able to just quickly put in your yard to Halloween up your yard a little bit, but it was fine. And then I go and I talk to the uh, the woman at uh, checkout. And she said, have a nice day. I said, hey, can I ask you a question? What, what, what ex- This is my first time here. Explain to me how this works. And I'm sure this employee is like, oh, great. Curious guy is here. Fun. And then sh- a voice comes from below and says, oh, this used to be a total wine. And I look down and squatted on the floor behind the register is another person presumably on break at this point and she was like this then she gave me the history this used to be a total wine we go to vacant buildings and then we take over for them so then they'll close up this fake little store inside of it and then they'll store all of their stuff somewhere for a year and then they'll find other vacant buildings like if somebody goes in and decides i'm going to use this store for something this former total I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Wine. It'll turn into something else and they'll just be waiting for the next out-of-business building. I'm sure with Bed Bath & Beyond going belly up, they're all yeah. pumped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, the Bed Bath & Beyond in Bloomington, the one off of Penn Avenue, mm-hmm. that's still... Southtown over there, yeah. It still has the um, 
the residue of the Bed Bath mm. & Beyond sign on the wall, which I think is a real nice... You know, we're not going anywhere. But there's what's going to happen with Toyser, that There's also a Toyser, an old Toyser. Is that what that over was? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. What a corner for just broken retail in the American it's a ghost economy. ghost town. Yeah. Although now, Toys R Us, they're popping back up in smaller mm-hmm. Like fashions. in Macy's. And then Bed Bath & Beyond is now bedbathandbeyond.com. Overstock.com bought the name Bed Bath & Beyond. Did anyway. you buy anything? Uh, hummus. So nothing at Spirit Halloween. Nothing at Spirit Halloween. Well, the Spirit didn't move you. Steve? It did not. The Spirit buy- did not move me. <laughs> I wanted it to. I wanted to see something that I was like, cool, easy, done. I'm surprised you don't have one of those twelve foot giant novelty skeletons me in too. your yard. I've looked into them, and um, I I just was staring at a few at Home Depot a couple weeks ago, and I was like, do I bring a three hundred dollar Halloween inflatable back home? Or not? Kids would be jazzed. I don't Blue think. It, I don't think that's an inflatable, though. The one Holly's no, talking about. No, they've got hard bones, Steve. Yeah. Well, there are a variety of different kinds of really big, like um, like yeah, twelve foot, ten foot, fifteen foot, huge decor, which are very fun to walk by. But then you got to have like the little little fan generator thing out there, and is the dog gonna tear it up? I don't know. There I were, I really questions. dislike those things. Oh, is that right? They, you know, when they die or, you know, the fan stops working, they're just garbage laying in your yard. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry that the mood down. someone's whimsy around Halloween would ruin your aesthetic. What are you, better homes and gardens over on your side of the street? I don't decorate. Thank you. Yeah, Donna, right here. High five. Uh, yeah. High Holly, high five. no whimsy? I've never decorated I, I for Halloween. The, I let the other neighbors do it. I just let I, yeah. them take care of it. I enjoy other people's holiday whimsy. I feel like it's a waste of money. If I had children, yes, of course. You can tell the house without children. Do you hand out candy on Halloween, Donna? How dare you? I'm asking. I could see you being a lights out, street light, or porch no, light off kind I of person. I the door. I love it. I hand out little, little um, liquor bottles. <laughs> don't worry it's just water in there oh, oh god god I, I, you concern me i didn't even get to my costumes i blame you you started complaining about the parking oh yeah the parking's so bad listen if you know you know and I know you lied about your know. story you were like i was at trader joe's bull crap she was at marshall's I meant, everybody i meant i was in that same shopping center Sorry, when I we come up. back, uh, can I get to my costumes after this? Okay. The costumes people are loving. And we got some other fun stuff. Bye. Hey, friends, what's up? Stevie Boy from my buddies over at the Canopy Group. Uh, nothing scary about what they're doing today. You know why? They're just saving people money. It's what they do, and they do it all the time. They do it well, too. Here's what, you, you want a, like a dare? Speaking of a little truth or dare from that Britney book earlier, here's your dare. Call your insurance agent today and say, hey, could you get me like 16 different quotes just reach out to 16 different insurance companies uh, and then bring back the top five for me to make a decision from i am guessing they will not answer you uh with that certainly a long awkward pause why well because they're probably just one agent who represents one company and that means that you get one quote and that is not how you save money how do you save money you save money with options the canopy group knows that so yes they do all of the work for you when you go to the canopygroup.com click get a quote 
and then the process will begin. They'll reach out to the companies, they'll find out what your insurance situation is, and then they come back to you with those options for you to make a choice from. Here's what you're going to end up doing. Saving money and you'll get better coverage. TheCanopyGroup.com Good morning. We're back. Appreciate you listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Halloween's coming. You have an orange sweater on today, Donna. That feels very Halloween-y. Don't I look like a Laffy Taffy? Uh, no. Thank you. Google's Fright Guys page is up for Halloween. This is where they track the top costumes that we are searching for nationally and locally as well. They also have a thing called a costume wizard that is uh, will help you pick your perfect costume. But quickly, uh, some of the top costumes this year, pretty classic, especially for the children. The number one is the top costume we've seen on a lot of lists this year, and it remains... Kelsey... Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift? No. Further down, they're in the top 25. Starts with a B. Barbie. Barbie. Number one for the nationally, for the top 10 costumes that American are Googling. Uh, Barbie. Princess is number two. How about this? Pick what, what, what superhero do you think would top the list at number three? Deadpool. No, 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 no. Think for, for the kids generally. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yeah. That's exactly right. Spider-Man beats out Iron Man and Thor and the Hulk and all that stuff. Superman. Uh, Spidey's number three, which is number four. Now, Donna, you do the plain clothes witch often. <laughs> you mean like today? That's it, yes. Uh, fairy is another one. Fairy comes in at number five. Wednesday Adams for all you Netflix Wednesday fans, uh, Wednesday Adams. That would I think be a so. really fun one. All you need is a black wig, maybe a little like powder or con- foundation Very that's white. lighter than your yeah. skin tone. Sure. Uh, dinosaur, then cowboy, ninja, and always a classic, bunny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just cute Great. to see a bunny. Some of the other top 25 did include uh, Taylor Swift. Out there, Travis Kelsey was not in that list, but I would assume that's going to be paired up quite a bit. Princess Peach, Batman, your standard mermaid, cheerleader Harley Quinn. Uh, and the number 25 on their uh, Google's Fright Geist page is 1980s costume. That is just the most generic. popular. Just generic 80s. You oh. interpret the 80s, dress up in that costume. Listen how far ahead of the other decades that is. That came in at 25. Now, uh, Next is the 90s, coming in at 66th, the 70s at 83rd, and the 50s, like doo-wop, 171st. Doo-wop. I think the 70s would be the most fun. 80s, ugh. It was just awful style. Yeah, it was a lot more brown than people really consider. You might think neon in the 80s. Yeah, Yeah. I do. No, it was like brown. Everything was brown. (laughs) Really? Yes. Like, and like big coats and tweed and brown. Really, Holly? Yeah. I lived through the 80s. Let me think about this for a second. Yeah. I Holly more has the, into like She has the childhood memory of it. You have right. the stoned out memory of it. We had a lot of bracelets, like a lot of um black oh, the bracelets. Pla- the plastic bracelets yes. that came in the big in the bundle pack. Yep. We had clogs. We had 
Clogs? We do clo- oh, boy. Clogs were big. Okay. Uh, puka necklaces. Which Blue came back in the shadow. late 90s. Yeah, I feel like Steve probably wore a puka necklace. I was on the shirt for a perfect yeah. puka <laughs> choker. Oh, my gosh. And I always had like a stupid one. It was never as cool as Chooch's, my friend Chooch. You had a friend named Chooch? Oh, I follow a dog on Instagram named Chooch. Is that right? Yes, I maybe love it's the him. same. Maybe it's the same being. I haven't connected with him in a while. I think the guy's from Pennsylvania. So is Chooch. Oh Chooch my is, god! Chooch is now a plumber in in Pennsylvania. He's a master plumber too. Really? His real name is uh, Charlie. Where would Chooch come from? Uh, his his brother had trouble train. pronouncing his full name, which was Bruce. Hmm, not Bruce. Chooch. Boy, you never hear of children named Bruce ever. I kind of like it though. Bruce's, I, I think, like just come. They just appear at work someday. That's their day one. Or if you connected with Bruce down the hall, like Bruce doesn't have a backstory. If you if you know a Bruce and you press him on his backstory, where would he grow up and all that, nothing. Matthew. That was his name. Yeah, and then his his brother said Matthew. Oh, and then it I turned see. into Choo Choo Chooch Chooch. I mean, oh, everybody calls him Chooch. I love it. Huge. Weird Barbie costume is the top trending search for adults right now, <laughs> by the way. That's awesome. That's Kate McKinnon's character in the Barbie that's movie. That's awesome. Why are people calling? I don't know. Ghost call. And then Phil wanted to remind us that the 80s also had a lot of corduroy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, mm. did a little shopping at Kohl's yesterday, too. <laughs> oh, did you? Did you have oh, some Kohl's cash? I, did, I had zero Kohl's cash. The original cryptocurrency, Kohl's Cash, I had none of it. And I just went in there and, and paid full price. What'd you get? Thanks for asking. I got a sweater and I got a button-up shirt. Nice. That's what I thought. <laughs> if you have exciting things happening in your day, don't forget you can email us at Donna and Steve Show at mytalk1071.com. I, can I just say something about shopping? Okay. I'm feeling that my old shopping stomping ground mm-hmm. is really not not what it used to be. That's all. Dress barn? <laughs> I don't even know what's in that store. No, it's a department store. I don't want to say the name of it, but it's... Rhymes with? Hmm... Tracy's. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Macy or Tr- Tracy's was the place that you would go and you sort of felt fancy and upscale yeah. and like, what am I going to find in I'm here? I'm just not finding anything anymore. Like, there's nothing. And what's with all the Carl Lagerfeld stuff? May I ask a follow up question? You may. Is there a chance? That Mace or that Tracy's is still doing what they've always done, and maybe maybe I've changed. maybe you're 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 evolving Mm-mm. into a different thing. Mm. I don't know what you're getting at, but I feel there is an insult involved. <laughs> I was hoping to make it more. Like, front-facing. are you telling me I need to go to? Uh, more like a uh, AARP surplus store, something like that. <laughs> maybe uh, what's the next store? I don't, or maybe the maybe the section. Are you in the Are you in the appropriate Casey, section? Or? Should I be going to Casey Jenny's? Is that what you're <laughs> saying? 
<laughs> Again, we will not mention names of any stores unless we shift their business outlook for the remainder of the year. Maybe doing Casey Jennings. <laughs> do, do, doing it, man. I don't know what the problem is. Yeah, I, you know what? I, mean, I found I some nice find... stuff at Casey Jennings recently. I never find anything at Blarbert either. Blarbert? Blargit. Oh. <laughs> So wait a minute. You're like, not, you're stri- you're swinging and missing when you shop at Tracy's, at Casey Jenny's, and Blargo. I feel like there's a common denominator in all of that. Steve. I know. Some I know. are variable, some are constants. This is a math problem, kids. I just feel like things have changed, and I think it's because most people are shopping online. There's not the variety that there once was. Here was an interesting moment I had while shopping yesterday. First of all, I was looking for a fitting room at. And I won't say the name of it. Trolls. <laughs> I can't find one on the first floor. This is a two-story trolls. So then I go upstairs. I, again, reminder, I have no trolls cash with me. <laughs> I go upstairs. I'm, I can't find a fitting room. I see a fitting room, and it's in the, uh, in the women's like lingerie section. Or not quite lingerie, but, you know, get it done. Kind of, I'm working in a mine today. <laughs> So, five anyway. to a pack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I go into this thing. Oh my God. I walk into the dressing room. Immediately, I panic because I think I'm in the lingerie yeah, section. I got to get out of here because right. I'm I'm, there's cameras everywhere. And they're going to think I'm a creep. But there were, I couldn't find any downstairs. So then I step back out and I look around. Now I'm just a guy who's gone into a dressing room, now is coming out on surveillance, is now just looking around like, does anyone see me in here? But then I thought, I thought of when I've shopped at Blargett before, and I thought, they just have a standard dressing room. There are men and women, all sorts of things are in there. So I go in, back into it, and I'm now I'm dressing. I would just like to ask them to make the dressing room doors, the tops, higher, because I was like a giraffe in there. I could see out. And it's people like would see going, in my face. It's like going to the bathroom in, at an elementary school. You know what I mean? Like, you're a giant. Yeah. You know? The sink is so small. Strange. Oh, what a journey. Anyway. Yeah, I just wish they had better choices. Holly does bring up a fair question, though. You know, if you've named three places that people usually find a lot of stuff, and you're 0 for 3 there, maybe your style is getting rather... Uh, narrow or niche and and those big boxes don't do it you need a boutique but then you can't go to a boutique because you'll go to Wyzetta you'll go to a fancy boutique you'll see the prices and mm-hmm. say mm, yeah and then you'll walk out that is correct I, Donna, I, I think know, you might be I, in your final clothes of your life your wardrobe might be at its <laughs> final update no I really think it's because people aren't going to brick and mortar st- stores anymore they're Ordering online, and I can't do that. I have to try everything on. But why would that impact what's available? I'm not sure. I'm just really stressed out about it. Where'd you get the sweater that you have on today? I don't remember. All right. Macy's. Tracy's. I mean Tracy's. All right. Um, (laughs) We'll take a break. We did not get to anything that we want to get to. We'll we'll kick that into (laughs) next hour. Okay. Luckily, we didn't tease the it, though. Halloween costume. I did get to the yeah. Halloween costume. Yeah, you costumes. did. You That's did. That's right. That's exactly right. You did. Um, when we come back, 
Donna's got a story in See Something, Say Something about a speeding ticket that would make you vomit upon opening the envelope. I mean, mm-hmm. it would just blow your mind. Yep. And then wait until you hear what thieves stole 35 of, some of them full, which makes it just absolutely disgusting. Can you figure out what we're talking about? We'll get to it when we return. It's Donna and Steve on my talk. Welcome back. Donna and Steve here on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Holly Roberts is with us for one more segment. Hey, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. let's do it. If you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Me first? Okay. Okay. Boy, speeding tickets. Am I right? Girl. You ever get one? Uh, One. Yeah, I have mm. one. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Do we do that thing here in Minnesota? I pr- should probably know this. I've been here for like 25, 30 years. Um, where you get points on your license, and if you get so many points and your license gets taken away? I think so, and then, but you can... Uh, I, actually, I don't know if they do it here. Um, I don't hear people talk about points. I did that in... In California, when I was pulled over, guys, all right, um, California Highway Patrol, probably, I took a class online so that it would offset any points. What does that mean? Hey, you were bad. We're marking points on your driving record, but if you take this online driving course, we will remove the points, but you still pay the fine. Okay. Because that could affect your insurance. You should talk to your friends at the Canopy Group. Get them on the horn. You got their number. Thank you. Anyway, the reason I bring it up is because um, oftentimes it depends on where you were caught, how fast you were going, what the speed limit is. You could be looking at hundreds of dollars. Mm. And in Georgia, Savannah to be exact, you might be looking at more than a million dollars. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Huh? There's a story. There was a man in Savannah. He was pulled over last month for driving 90 in a 55. That's 35 miles per hour over the speed limit. So he knew he was going to be hit with a big fine, right? Sure. So he gets the uh, the ticket. Okay. And he looks at it, and the fine was $1.4 million. Okay. He assumed it was a typo. So he called the city, of course. The woman who answered said, yeah, there's no mistake. And that he would need to pay that amount or show up to court on December 21st. Okay. All right. That's a so lot. Guy calls a lawyer. Lawyer says, listen, here's a deal. In Georgia, the maximum penalty for a traffic violation is $1,000. Although it could be up to five or $10,000 if you were also hit with another charge, like an aggra- uh, aggravated criminal charge or something like that. Okay. So what's going on, you're probably thinking. That's what we're all thinking. I'm here to help. A rep for the city of Savannah says this was what they call a super speeder ticket. Those tickets require a mandatory court appearance where a judge is going to set the penalty. Basically, it's a bug in the software. So rather than say 
there's no automatic fine and that you're required to come to court to find out what it is. The system just spits out the maximum numbers it can for base fines and other fees. So it doesn't mean anything. It isn't enforced. So I don't know what that first lady was talking about. It's like a it's like a placeholder. Sure, yeah, a scary one at that. Exactly. To get you to be like, okay, this is serious business. So anyway, if that ever happens, and I hope it doesn't, that's what it means. I can't imagine getting a ticket that is half your annual salary. Like that would, <laughs> that would scare me. You know? Oh, Steve. It's a, we're having fun. It's a money joke. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Now, here's something that I saw out of the UK. And just when you think, oh, people in the UK, because of their accent, they're probably a little bit smarter than us, a little bit more intellectual than we. Well, not their thieves. Somebody in the UK stole 35 porta potties from a racetrack. And some of them were full mm. when they were taken. Why would someone do such a thing? I don't know that an answer to that question has come up just yet. Resale? What I mean... What, is there a big parts? porta potty <laughs> black market that I'm unaware of? Parts? Parts? Uh, there were probably multiple thieves. It probably, just based on the sheer amount, 35 of these porta potties took them multiple trips. Hmm. I mean, those are big. You got to haul them off. Right. Those are big. Hope nobody was in any of them. That was like the one time that I almost got oh, that's sucked right. up in, when they came to clean out a porta potty at my parents' yard during a family <laughs> reunion. And I was out there, oh, what a horrifying You're thing like, that no. was. I heard that beep. As I had my pants around my ankles one Monday morning. Oh, what a horrifying thing that was. Can I ask a follow-up question? Sure. Why didn't you just go in the house? My parents had said, hey, fellas, help us. They've got an old septic system. Use the outside as best you can. But they said, if you need to, just for number one, we're trying to limit the amount of flushes. But I was just like, I'm just going to take one for the team. And I'll go do a number two outside, whatever. Wow, what a giver. Thinking, what a giver. And then well, how does my generosity get repaid? I almost got sucked out of it when they cleaned it. As I was there, my parents live out in the cut. And then suddenly I hear the beep, beep. And that's when I thought, oh. if this is them coming to clean this today, and I was in the middle of a situation. Oh. I wasn't like hanging out, scrolling on my phone. I was actively engaged in porta potty activity. Okay, question, question. Sure. Your parents keep that there year round? No, this was just for a family reunion. So why were they? Cl- they were cleaning it before the family reunion. It was there for a couple of weeks, so Got we it. had a bunch of family coming in and out throughout that time. Thank you. That explains a lot. Thank you, Donna. Also, in the cut just means I saw your eyes go weird there, just like out in the woods, you know, off the beaten path. Oh, what do you? I'm just saying, I saw your. Better than me because you know country slang. Well, I thought with all of your time in country radio, doesn't Trace Atkins have a song probably called like "In the Cut" or something? I don't think so, Steve. I want to do one day on country radio. Would they invite me over? Could we do a friendship swap? They give you must for the day. That'll be fun. They send me over there. And I'm just spinning these old Dolly records and giving the little cute backstory and saying, here's another one from Kenny Chesney. I love that you you think you have to have an accent. 
it feels better if you do, I'll be honest. The fact that a lot of people don't is disappointing. Hmm. Uh, they don't know where the porta potties are. The police are investigating. Thank you. I would like to share something. Nah, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. Well, wait, what? What? What was it about? I uh, don't do well in this situation. I, Can you give me a hint? At I'm going to give it as a tip after the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. I just saw this thing this morning that I thought was so interesting. You know, car thieves are pretty much in every neighborhood. doesn't matter where you live. And they're, they're getting more and more brazen. Like they're just coming up to your driveway or you're bringing your groceries in the house. They jump in your car and they take off. Well, there is something you can do, like if you park on the street or in your driveway to prevent thieves. Because what they're doing now, they're getting more sophisticated. They've got these these homemade um, things that can, mm, they can talk to your fob, even if your key fob is in the house, and they could get into your car. Mm. I will tell you how you can prevent that coming up today around 1042. (laughs) Set your alarms, everybody. You know what? Can I just say, I've made fun of these people before in our parking lot, Mm -hmm. but a better solution than what you're talking about is is the club. Okay. It is. If you don't feel foolish, and I was clowning people because they were clubbing up in our gated-in security parking lot, but... A robber looks at a car, and if they can start the vehicle, but if they cannot move the tires one direction or another, they will not steal that vehicle. They might break in and still see if you have other belongings, but they will not drive off with your vehicle because they can't. How does that work? It just locks the steering wheel, and then there's like a key? Yeah, well, yes, exactly, yes. And so you just stretch it out, and then it locks in the steering wheel, so now it can't turn only but a bit left and right. And then there's a little key, and then you unlock it at the end of the day. Go check it. Look inside of uh, one of the, the, the Hyundais or Kias out in our um, parking lot today, and you'll you'll see. Will do. People are clubbing the crap out of their cars right now. And now we dance. All right. Uh, we'll let Holly go. Let's see. Coming up in our next hour, when Michael gets in here, we have all sorts of stuff. Uh, interesting news about a big-name comic who's coming to Mystic Lake. Yes. Uh, interesting news about who's performing at halftime of the Cowboys Thanksgiving game. Yes. Uh, and, and people are not enjoying the Taylor Swift movie experience. Oh, boy. I'll tell you why. I think you might already know.